living journeys will stay on few occasions and it's good that we keep it in perspective. And the story of the poor Israel who were caught up in bondage in Egypt and how God disturbed them and brought about a deliverance and journey to the promised land is simply our own story as God's people in the New Testament. And we try to trust the Holy Spirit as he communicates the truth to all that whatever happened to the poor Israel, all the things that happened, or they get to the promised land and began to grow as a nation, is what will happen to the church. So our history has been written already. Our history has been written already. A template has been given to us. And so it's now left for us to play our own drama or stage. The part you want to play is good. Get a point. So we can see that the top Israel, after they left Egypt, for 400 years they were in bondage. God recites and wonders the river day. Even the cross of the sea is enough, you know. Miracle to build faith and say this our God cannot fail. Only for them to come to the desert. Not that anybody was dropping dead because of hunger. They just like craving the things they are used to. The kind of food they like. The kind of food they were eating in Egypt. Now, another question I want to ask is why did they like garlic? Coconut. Onion. Leaves. Now, let me tell you. They were all the cruel masters who were subjecting them to all kinds of hardship. And if they don't have the strength, they will all be dying because they are their workforce of food. So they were forced to be eating raw garlic, coconut, and uh, all those uh, stuff. It's not because it's the food that has taste. You know, it's the big guy that is good. But it gives us an antibiotic. So they were almost feeding them with herbs that would give them strength to walk. And over the years, they grew with it and they thought it's the best meal. It's like those in prison. You know, they keep they a lot of uh, beans, beans. Yeah? I think I those who have gone to prison before. They will know that they are they cook beans for you. They mix the beans with stones. You know, but we give them more of beans because they want they don't want them to die in there because their life there is not it's not a, it's not normal. So if you don't feed them well, they won't die. And now they left Egypt and God is blessing them, joining to the promised land. They are not even in the promised land, they are very complaining. And look at how Moses was complaining that people. Oh God, what was the meaning of this? I was on my own, you called me. So come and take your place. Am I not being ready for you? I can feel his frustration. It's the same thing today. God is the shepherd, the shepherd is the for people. The same frustration comes. You know what? The cries of praise behind the altar. Many unseen tears. Go right. Some will say no. It's left. Causing pain to the body. With all that God is doing, some will say resist God. 
just so frustrated. You see? So we must understand all this. And the question we should ask ourselves is which part are we playing? Are we part of those who are making the job easy? Are we part of those who are complaining? Who are saying do all kinds of things, don't frustrate each other. Why any someone where a holy people, a consecrated nation, when they join me, stop, stop. One morning, uh, David, Mr. Bassi, who's not school, the last person would have had a retreat here, the world is in there. That David that came for retreat, the person that came, there he is today. How can biblically tell you for what happened to him in his last moment? If you knew him before then and what has happened, you will know. No, who was going to this retreat for that? You don't understand. God prepared him. You know his wife. Wants to come with a family. But when I told the wife, not to cry out. Your prayer and the answer. All these days, you know, all this time, uh, church, go to church, just serve God the way you want, and all that, and all that. And the man came for retreat after three days. Even the cost of the retreat, I could see. He told his wife that it is now that they understand what it means to be a Catholic and a Christian after all these years. And my wife said, Hear this. He began to come to Holy Mass with even his health issues. He was struggling. You see him going to Holy Mass. That same week, they took the hospital to stay for Holy Mass. There are other things I cannot share with you. I told the woman, you don't cry. You have done well. I wish our lives would end that way. That you are well prepared, full of grace, with understanding, and total submission to God. Why are they pleading journey? Before I come to meet the Lord, before I traveled two days to my family, I went to the hospital when he was sick. And I anointed him. I began to pray him one on one again. And I prayed with him. I was telling him, remember all that God brought to him as a, a father and thank God for that. that respect. Even as he was sick, he was not even worried. So we should take every of us that God gives us, maximize it. Maximize it. Now, is it a God that did all these wonders, delivered them, messed up Pharaoh, that cannot provide food? Now, look at Jesus in the gospel. They didn't come looking for food. They only came seeking for God's grace. And when they finished, they were to go. Jesus said, don't go. I will give you food. The first instance, they thought God were busy enjoying God's intervention and grace, and they were complaining of food. Now, in the New Testament, God is saying, I will give, give you food, don't you ask? For man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from God. So, look at faith be built. Don't get yourself weighed down because of this. You're not complete with anybody. You don't need to put any point to anybody. The only person you can put a point to is God. Every day, prove to God, don't prove to men. It is worthless to prove to men who you are. It is worthless to brag. It is worthless to showcase. All those are materialism. It is the God of materialism that is demand our attention. Prove to God, does he say. 
Prove to God your faith. Prove to God your, your life of righteousness. Prove to God that you love him above all things. He is the only one that deserves our attention. Don't give attention to any human being. See consequential. Why prove anybody to anybody? What would the person do to you? Serve God with all your might. It's a personal journey. It's a personal journey. So we thank God for the privilege to be among those people. And for even to hear things like this. To say, blessed are your gifts. Indeed. That privilege that comes in the wisdom of God in our heart. We engage this grace. Intentional, consciously, deliberately, diligently. Every step of my life in your life. Everybody will be a good connection. You can be to Jesus and say, I know my God, and my God, you will always see.